0: You're listening to the IC Interviews from Investors Chronicle. I'm Lauren Almeida, and today my guest is Walter Price, the Portfolio Manager of Allianz Technology Trust. Walter has more than four decades of experience in the industry, and since he joined the trust in 2007, its share price has risen by more than 900%. In this interview, we talk about his views on growth and regulation in tech, as well as China's move to replace the US as the leading global superpower. I thought maybe we could kick off by talking about Amazon, which is your top holding, um, I mean, I know it reported like a kind of record profits and revenues last night um, and the shares, I think, are up about 4% at the moment, which is a really sizable move for, for such a big company. Um, and more people have been shopping online during lockdown and more companies have kind of been moving to the cloud. Um, but I think investors are kind of worried about Amazon's kind of sky high valuation. Um, and I guess my, my question is, do you think that Amazon's growth rate is kind of going to be able to keep up with its, with its valuation?
1: Well, the answer from last night would be yes. You know, the growth rate, I think, was uh, amazing for a company that large. And uh, we had been worried a little bit about the uh, costs from um, COVID, as they call it, uh, the $4 billion that they talked about and uh, the $2 billion in this coming quarter. But the incremental sales and incremental profitability from those sales more than offset those additional costs. Uh, I don't think anyone was looking for, you know, 40% uh, revenue growth out of a company this large. So uh, pretty amazing result. Pretty um, And it looks like it's uh, sustainable. Uh, this movement toward uh, e-commerce was underway before uh, before the crisis. And now it's even more prevalent. So I think that, yeah, I think that Amazon's looking pretty good.
0: hmm I mean, I, I wanted to ask you specifically about AWS as well, which is um, Amazon Web Services that they're cloud computing on. I mean, I, I know in this course gone, I mean, it did post revenue growth, but it is kind of decelerating. I mean, not not unlike Microsoft's Azure. I mean, what, why do you think it's slowing down? I mean, cloud transformation isn't finished.
1: Well, I think that uh, it, during this uh, uh, COVID pandemic, uh, Situation: uh, A lot of companies aren't working from their offices, and so it's hard to start uh, cloud migration projects. Uh, if, there, if there was one underway, companies are probably accelerating that, but new cloud migration projects are, are more difficult to start uh, and implement in this environment. So I think that uh, some of these new projects, we've heard about some new projects that have been postponed until next year. So I think that's the reason that Microsoft and um, Amazon are seeing a little, and Google actually also reported a slowdown in their cloud computing business. It's, it's not that companies don't want to move, and I, I would expect those numbers to uh, reaccelerate as the economy starts to improve. But uh, in this environment, uh, existing customers are using more, but new customers are a little bit slower to get, uh, to get their projects done.
0: I mean, what do you think AWS? I mean, it's kind of like a cash cow for Amazon, whereas Microsoft already has so much cash. I mean, do you think that Amazon's going to have, do? You think Amazon's going to be able to kind of maintain its market lead in the cloud computing market?
1: Well, I think uh, the next wave of cloud computing is enterprise, large enterprises moving uh, most of their processing to the cloud, and that's you know most of them are Microsoft customers, uh, so. Microsoft has an advantage in that process, so uh, I would expect Microsoft to gain some share against, I mean, they have been gaining share against Amazon. I would expect that to continue for the next couple of years. But you know, I think Amazon is getting most of the new companies, younger companies. Uh, they're they're going all in with Amazon. Many of them are born on Amazon, and so uh, eventually they'll get the momentum back. Uh, you know they just have a broader offering than microsoft which is very focused on micro uh migrating microsoft workloads onto the cloud so you know microsoft workloads are not growing nearly as fast as workloads from uh you know SaaS companies for example software as a service companies uh who you know who run uh mostly in aws
0: mm-hmm. i mean i know that kind of this move to the cloud has kind of been described as like a fourth industrial revolution um, or transformation, but but so much has kind of happened. So, so much has kind of been sped up by coronavirus. Do you think that cloud penetration? I mean, when when do you think that kind of it's it's that kind of transformation will be complete? Do you think that date has kind of been pulled forward?
1: Yeah, I I, I mean I know Microsoft has said that you've pulled the the time frame forward by two years. I I think that. Um, I think the movement was happening. You know, it's kind of like e-commerce. It was happening. It just got, it just got uh, really accelerated by this work from home and the uh, flexibility of working from home. If you, if your processing's in the cloud as opposed to in a data center, I think companies, you know, it's just another reason to, uh, to move and to move faster and to retire your, your old, uh, Infrastructure as quickly as possible. It just makes you much more flexible and much more agile, and enables you to serve your customers better. Um, so, companies that are already that have already moved to the cloud, they're thriving in this environment, and companies that haven't are struggling. So, I think that that's uh, you know that's why you're going to see this uh, continued movement toward digital and toward cloud.
0: Mm. I mean, I wonder as well if we could kind of touch a bit about regulation. I mean, Amazon kind of attracted quite a lot of scrutiny at the hearing this week, especially about third party retail sellers. And there have been reports that Amazon kind of accesses third party data to inform their own business decisions, which Bezos submitted at the hearing that you can't guarantee never happened. I mean, how concerned are you about regulators kind of circling around Amazon, not just in, in the US, but also in Europe?
1: Well, I think, you know, Amazon's a very competitive company. And, you know, if you're a if you're running the first party business uh, and you're trying to grow that business, uh, you're going to be looking at the third party data. Uh, all, you know, most of that is available on Amazon, um, meaning that, you know, they show the best sellers, they show the most popular products, the products with the highest reviews. So you don't have to be accessing proprietary data to... Figure out, uh, you know, what are the hot products, what are the prices, and 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 what's the demand for those products. It's uh, it's all available on the website, and lots of third-party sellers use that data to uh, to refine their strategies and to um, try to, you know, win the buy box on Amazon. So I don't think Amazon's doing anything that uh, existing retailers don't do with their private label initiatives in in uh, you know in grocery stores, for example. So you know I think that Amazon can establish tighter controls on that process uh, and just say you have to use public information. I don't I don't think uh, it's going to change the idea that you know if you see a product like uh, one of the areas where Amazon's number one in as uh phone accessories you know cords and chargers uh and uh you know i think from a consumer standpoint you know paying you know a small fraction of the price you would pay apple or samsung for a comparable product to connect your phone and charge your phone as has been a good process overall and um, you know there's so many sellers that when Somebody sees an Amazon name on a product, they figure, oh, that's a quality product. I'll buy it, just like they uh, they would in a grocery store. They see a lot of different off-brand products versus, you know, the uh, the one that's advertised on TV, and they're trying to figure out which one to buy. Well, if the if the store, if Tesco has a a good reputation for their private label, and it's a lot cheaper, then they'll buy that. And that's basically what's happened with Amazon. So. That's all part of the retail process, and you know, I think they may have to tighten it up a little bit. But I, I think uh, you know, Amazon is trying to build a, a robust marketplace and trying to be a, a good place for third parties to sell. They make more money on third-party sales than they do on uh, their own sales, and so it's in their best interest to encourage the third-party market to be healthy and thrive.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, from from the kind of consumer standpoint, Amazon's definitely a, a good thing. But do, do you think that U.S. regulators? Do you think that then there's are there any substantive, actionable claims from U.S. regulators about Amazon's place in the market and its dominance in the market?
1: I mean, I think Amazon's dominance in the market is a lot less than um, you know than Google, for example. Um, you know, Amazon has you know thirty or forty percent of e-commerce. However, You know, if you look at the fastest growing category, which is grocery, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're not even at 20 percent of uh, e-commerce and grocery. So, you know, they're a minor player right now. So they're coming on really strong uh, and uh, they're doing it with a value proposition, which says, uh, you know, we'll deliver your groceries for free uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, the other grocery Vendors are, are charging, you know, fifteen to twenty five dollars per order uh, to deliver your grocery. So it's a it's a good deal for the consumer. Um, you know, Amazon has a broader uh, portfolio of products, and therefore they're able to subsidize grocery and uh, and gain market share and and basically become a player where they weren't a player before. So, um, you know, I think that's all part of the competitive process, and I I I. Do I see uh, regulators reining them in? You know, I, I I don't think so. I think that basically what you'll see is the other grocery retailers uh, adopt uh, similar pro- similar uh, programs like Amazon Prime. Walmart is already talking about Walmart Prime, for example, and I think you'll see other uh, other vendors adopt their their ideas uh, because they're working.
0: Hmm. I mean. Kind of zooming out of of looking at Amazon, just on the wider topic of regulation, I mean, ahead of the hearing, I mean, Trump tweeted, I mean, I've got his tweet here, he tweeted, if Congress doesn't bring fairness to big tech, which they should have done years ago, I'll do it myself with executive orders. In Washington, it's been all talk and no action for years, and the people of our country are sick and tired of it. Um, I mean, I I don't know how seriously you can take Donald Trump's tweets, um, but it's, definitely evidence i think that the idea of regulating big tech is kind of getting higher in the political agenda i mean do you think that i mean how do you think the upcoming election is going to impact this kind of discourse around not just amazon but also um alphabet facebook etc
1: well i think i think these are big powerful companies that make a lot of money and um i think it makes uh you know it's it makes sense for governments to try to extract more money from them in terms of taxes or fines as we've seen in the uh, the eu do that so you know i think that's a fact of life for these companies uh, you know i you know with the exception of amazon uh, all of these companies are not expensive stocks now so i think part of their valuation um discount to the market in many cases is a function of the fact that there is more regulation, there is more scrutiny, you know, their taxes are going up. Um, and that, you know, that's a way of life for these big tech companies. Um, does that mean that their growth rate isn't going to be, uh, sustained? I, I, I don't think so. I think, um, you know, I think that, um, it's, you know, for example, Facebook probably took the most heat at the hearings. And, but when you talk to advertisers, uh, you know, Facebook is a unique asset, uh, and a great way to improve your marketing efficiency. And, you know, as Facebook said on the call, uh, last night that they've got, uh, you know, tens of millions of, uh, merchants that advertise on Facebook. It's, uh, and have free, uh, you know, free sites on Facebook. They're, they're pushing, uh, you know, low cost, uh, low cost, uh, websites and, uh, shopping, uh, sites for merchants who are going online. Uh, Facebook is one of the cheapest ways to do that, quickest ways to do that. So, you know, their, their bread and butter is the, you know, the, uh the hundred million merchants that are on their platform and um, you know i think that on the one hand uh they're they're a difficult competitor for other social media companies but uh you know they're a great asset for small business and that's the point they're trying to make and i think it's a valid point
0: mm-hmm. i mean I- Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you've been kind of selling down on on Facebook. I mean, having to deal with a whole load of issues. I mean, as you said, and at Congress, there were kind of accusations about political bias, and also concerns about how it approaches eliminating competition. On top of the advertising boycott, it's it's been experiencing over the past couple of months about hate speech that's been expressed on its platforms. I mean, do do you think this still makes for a good investment case?
1: Well, Facebook is an expensive stock. Uh, you know, again, I get it. You know. Um, you know, Facebook is selling at, um, you know, about uh, 23 times uh, our estimate of next year's earnings. I mean, that's, you know, for a company that's growing throughout this period of time and should have a good recovery and, you know, as advertising and brand advertising comes back uh, post the crisis, I think that's, you know, that's a very reasonable multiple. and throwing off a lot of cash and buying back uh, more of its stock. So. You know to me, it's a very reasonably priced uh reasonably priced stock that has a lot of these risks and concerns in the price in the valuation
0: mm. um great. i mean I wonder if we could speak about uh apple as well um I know it's in your top ten holdings revenues did, did well i think of kind of off the back of like sales from its cheaper iPhone and also from devices that people can use now that they're working from home more. But I just wonder if we could speak more generally about the company because so many of its devices are so expensive and a lot of people are just kind of willing to stick with an iPhone that they already have rather than pay a grand for an upgrade. I guess my question is, do you think that Apple's services are kind of good enough to keep driving growth outside of its devices and its hardware?
1: Well, I think you're right. I think that the... um... The average uh, replacement time for an iPhone has gone uh, over four years and the reason is exactly the reason that you said it's you know it's expensive um, I you know I think the companys really trying to address that issue uh, and reduce the upfront cost of um, of their devices and you know they're doing that through uh, You know, trade ins, you can trade in your own phone, your old phone, and then they can sell it uh, through their distribution system around the world at, uh, uh, you know, a lower price to uh, people that are buying refurbished iPhones that are still, you know, quite functional, particularly if they refurbish the battery. So, uh, you know, that's one avenue that Apple's doing to try to help the consumer. Reduce that upfront cost. The second thing they're doing is, uh, you know, offering Apple credit card and Apple, uh, installment plans so that the monthly payment, uh, is, uh, you know, is, uh, in some sense subsidized by Apple with a very low interest rate and, um, and making uh, the monthly payment uh, less and then, you know, the third thing they've done is uh, they've broadened the line with the SE product, uh, which is one of the top sellers in this last quarter. I mean, that's a low-priced, uh, uh, a low-priced iPhone uh, that's brand new with new technology. Um, so, you, you know, it's not a refurbished two-year-old phone. It's a brand new one that comes in at a much lower price point. And so, you know, I think they understand exactly the issues that you said, and they're working those issues. So. I'm hopeful that, uh, we start to see that, um, uh, lifetime, uh, uh, you know, time people own phones start to go down with the new products and it looks like they'll, they'll have some of those new products that are, uh, 5g enabled, but yet reasonably priced.
0: Mm. I mean, where, where do you think, uh, kind of Apple services kind of sit in like, how, how are they relevant to the investment case? What what are- what is the point of, of Apple Music and, and Apple TV? Are they there to drive growth?
1: Well, I think that Apple, uh, you know, Apple realized a few years ago that they were the center of a lot of people's universe in terms of the the product they can't live without, uh, the products that they use, you know, tens of hours a day. Um, but uh, they weren't getting the benefit of the, that usage. Um in the the product you know the software that was being run on their platform and they they really needed to think about how to monetize that so whether that's music or video or gaming or uh, uh, storage uh you know just improving the you know the services and the the products that you can find on an iphone uh so i think that's the transformation that's resulted in the Revaluation of Apple. What, the benefit to Apple is that you know this is more of an annuity business. It's got higher uh, margins than uh, the hardware business. Uh, it's uh, more captive in the sense that your base tends to have a natural affinity for your services. Um, and so I, you know, I think it's transformed the valuation. It's made the earnings more stable in this uh, difficult period and. Uh, you know, it's it's a higher growth business and, and a higher multiple business, as far as I'm concerned. So, I think it's all good.
0: I wonder if we could talk as well about um, kind of the relationship between the U.S. and and China. Obviously, tensions have kind of been on the rise. Um, I was just wondering, where where do you think that's that kind of tension is going to affect the tech industry the most?
1: I I think you've 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 had a. Uh, Almost a de facto parallel universe in mm-hmm. several areas of technology. Um, you know, it's interesting to hear the Chinese complain about the U.S. talking, uh, thinking about regulating TikTok mm-hmm. and banning TikTok when they ban Google and they ban Facebook and they ban all, right. all these other yeah. <laughs> U.S. products in China. And it's like, oh, you can't ban TikTok. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> it's like we—they've only been doing it for you know, a decade, so yeah. I find that totally ironic. <laughs> um, but in any case, I think there's a parallel world uh, that, that's increasingly uh, increasingly contentious, and uh, you're going to see, uh, because China wants to replace the U.S. Yeah. as the leading country in the world, and the way they're going to do that, or the way they plan to do that, is to take over many of the product areas that the U.S. is the leader in, and uh, they plan to do it any way they can, and so uh, you know that's why you need a robust cybersecurity program. Uh, uh, they'll they'll steal it if they can, um, and uh, if you don't protect yourself, and uh, and they'll develop it if they can't steal it. So I I think that uh, you know the Chinese are a force uh, to be reckoned with in technology for 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 the future.
0: Right. I mean it's interesting that you kind of describe it as a kind of parallel universe that's happening in China. Is it is it almost as if I you don't know, the tech industries are not they're so distinct and so separate from each other that tensions between the US and China that it's they can kind of happen without without the two bubbles of tech kind of I don't know, interfering with each other without much disruption in their own little worlds.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. I think you're 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 exactly right that what what China does on regulating um uh, media companies doesn't affect Facebook at all and Mm -hmm. and has very little impact on Amazon um, because, uh, and no effect on Google. So, you know, and we can go down Netflix isn't present in China uh, and so forth. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's the West and there's China. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I really think it's uh, increasingly a parallel universe. And that, you know, it used to be the, western companies provided a lot of the infrastructure products for china whether that's uh, you know you can look at it in the drug industry or you can look at it in the semiconductor industry and i think china's trying to just grab more of that for themselves and uh, they're going to be somewhat you know they'll be somewhat successful in that process as they have been in other product areas
0: Mm. but i I suppose one area in which they do kind of cross over is, is manufacturing um and yeah i mean kind of the west kind of interacts a lot with asia in, in making devices such such as the iphone i mean you hold uh tsmc which is taiwan semiconductor uh manufacturing company i mean where where would that fit in if if kind of relationships between the relationship between the the us and china kind of um deteriorated even further
1: well i think uh tsm is kind of on the you know they're trying to play both sides mm-hmm. uh but if it comes down to making a choice, they're going to choose the U.S. and and we saw that with the Huawei situation where the U.S. said, you know, you can't make, we we are not going to improve approve uh, equipment to manufacture products for Huawei and uh, TSM was manufacturing products for Huawei and they basically said we're going to stop doing that over the next uh, six months and so um, I think TSM is uh, is um
0: you know the leading
1: processing company in the world and uh 50 of their customers are from the us so they're gonna uh, you know they're gonna vote for the side where their business is which Mm -hmm. is on the us side
0: i mean and and just just finally um i know that kind of i think uk investors kind of might gravitate towards fang stocks and, and microsoft probably mainly because they they grab the headlines the most over here um but the U.S. tech sector is so huge. I mean, it's a big question. But I mean, what are the companies that you that you really like outside of the fangs?
1: Well, I think uh, you know we've got a, a large part of our portfolio in um, the semiconductor industry, and we have a large part of our portfolio in the cloud e- computing area uh, outside of the fangs. So that would be, you know, software companies that are born in the cloud or enable companies to develop products in the cloud. And I, you know, I think the world is. Uh, basically changing their infrastructure uh, from on-premise to cloud and that that's a 10-year journey we're a couple of years into that journey and um, it, you know it's only going to continue and um, I think the companies that um, that run the infrastructure of the future are the the companies that are uh, going to be increasingly valuable uh, as, as they've shown in this crisis uh, you know they have annuity type businesses that uh, companies can't do without and so i think the valuation of those companies and the growth of those companies going to continue to grow
0: great well i think that's um kind of reached our time but yeah th- th- thanks for the for the conversation it's great to talk to you um thanks very much for coming on
1: okay well thank you for your effort a powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend